Hello, people. It is a new year, 2019, and this is The Dirt, a podcast and radio program about environmental policy and environmental justice centered primarily, but not exclusively, on the state of North Carolina. If this is your first time listening, in the past on this show, we've covered topics like the potential economic and ecological impacts of offshore oil drilling. Uh, We've talked about the threat pipeline construction poses to indigenous sovereignty. Uh, We've talked about diversity and equal access to our national parks and the many industrial and agricultural threats to North Carolina's abundant network of rivers and streams, uh, some of which include Duke Energy's brazen coal ash pollution and the shocking and disgusting business practices of the industrial pork operations in the eastern part of the state. We have hosted guests like North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein, Mickey Fern, a former National Parks Director, environmental justice and civil rights icon Dolly Burwell, journalists from media outlets near, far, and wide, and experts from some of the country's most elite universities, research institutions, and advocacy organizations. Coming up in 2019, we are going to be examining a lot of things, uh, one of which will be the history of the environmental justice movement, uh, which began here in North Carolina, and lifting the voices of communities currently fighting against widespread environmental racism. We will be staying on top of the theatrics tumbling out of the General Assembly in Raleigh and in Washington, D.C., as it pertains to justice and the environment. We'll be talking about the future of energy production in the South and how North Carolina is poised to help lead the nation out of the dark, uncertain cloud of fossil fuel dependency and swiftly into a bright future of clean, dependable, renewable, American-made energy. And, of course, all along the way, we're going to talk about climate change and its impacts on so many aspects of our lives and how if we act boldly and support leaders who will act boldly, we might all be able to survive this thing together and and maybe even slow it down. So that's the dirt. If this is not your thing, thank you for giving it a shot anyways. Uh, If you walked into the wrong classroom, so to speak, now's the time to pick up your things and head out. For everybody else, thank you for being here. For those in Central North Carolina, you may be able to pick up the dirt on our new home, WNCU 90.7 FM. I will be broadcasting terrestrially on that frequency the fourth Sunday of every month in 2019 at 5 p.m. So you can check out Twitter, The Dirt FM, for more details on how to listen on the radio. We're very excited about the, the new partnership because WNCU is a fantastic station. They're worth tuning into every single day if you are within broadcast range. And the broadcast will continue to be distributed online in podcast form, of course. We'll be adding digital-only content weekly, so keep an eye on SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you or somebody you know is having trouble finding us and you would like The Dirt to appear on an app or a platform that we're not currently available, again, shoot us a message at The Dirt FM on Twitter. Super accessible. I'd love to hear where you would like to see the dirt hosted next so that's it happy new year um i look forward to having you hold on there's somebody trying to get 
<laughs> uh, oh, sit down. Thank you. Uh, Matthew Starr, your Upper Noose Riverkeeper, has just walked into the studio to join us for our first broadcast of 2019. Matthew. Happy to be here. I didn't invite you, but thank you no, for I, coming I in anyway. Knew what's happening. I'm always here. So, what, I mean, we were wrapping up. Uh, there wasn't much to do. This is going to be a short kind of a, a thing today just to let people know we're back. Uh, we're going to be putting stuff out weekly in 2019. I don't know if you knew that. And we're going to be on WNCU 90.7 Go FM. Eagles. So uh, what else is going on? Anything? Oh, you know, just a little teeny tiny government shutdown. Yes. Teeny tiny <laughs> government, little, huge federal government shutdown. Know, yeah. It's only affecting every aspect of our life. Yeah, true. No, truly it is. I, I, that was something I was thinking in the back of my mind. We might talk about um, on a show either, you know, next week or sometime in the coming month, depending on how things look, because it's the kind of thing, you know, maybe they'll restore or open the government any time now. Um, hopefully. Or maybe they won't. Right. Or maybe they won't. It just keeps going on. And uh, the president says he's happy to see this thing go on for years if that's what it takes for him to get what he wants. I think what a lot of people don't realize is that there are, um, you know, you hear comments online and stuff like, oh, well, all these guys are just getting vacation and, you know, all these government workers yeah. are just, you know, whatever. And uh, in addition to the, obviously, the the hardship of not getting a paycheck and having to during support a family. And, yeah, especially during the holidays. But, you know, at any time, everyone is impacted by this because there are health uh, inspectors, food health inspectors, there are pollution related health inspectors from EPA who are off the job now like they're just not there uh, I was reading a which means it's not getting done right it's not getting done I, I was reading a piece in the uh, on NBC News and they were talking about the FDA and some of the rollbacks that they've met mm -hmm. uh, they've had and the FDA commissioner Scott Gottlieb uh, told NBC that safety inspections of imported food have continued at a normal pace, which is good. However, domestic inspections uh, have slowed because 41% of the organization's 17,000 employees are on furlough. So they didn't conduct inspections during the two weeks around the Christmas and New Year holidays. Uh, this is... So it's the food just coming out without being inspected or, you know, or we, are we wasting vast amounts of resources we've produced? It's just remarkable that that anyone you know at who are who are leading this government yeah. would would be okay after 2018 when you had this you know it seemed like story after story of food contamination. We just had a lettuce born, right re, huge recall, huge recall. But now we're just completely okay with not inspecting. And on top of that, uh, the EPA has inspectors all over the country who's. Uh, jobs are to detect violations uh, of industrial operations that endanger human health. Um, they look for, you know, chemicals being mm -hmm. spilled and all of that kind of stuff. They are, uh, they're shut down as well. And a lot of those inspections are not taking place. So we're, I mean, we're all, and that's just at the federal level. I don't know if you've been, I haven't paid yeah, as much I mean, attention in North Carolina specifically, uh, you know, what's going on other than 
the national parks in North Carolina are closed. I was looking at that, trying to make plans for, you know, going to the Blue Ridge Parkway and going to the Smokies and things like that. Later in the year, they're operating on limited hours right now if they're open at all. And, you know, who knows what they're going to be doing. It's it's, it's chaos. I mean, we're Joshua Tree National Park. They are cutting down the Joshua Trees to make room for ATV trails illegally. Oh, just people. Because there's, oh, yeah, no there there's no one there to do anything about yeah. it. There's toilets overflowing. There's trash piling up. And this is having a really profound impact locally in North Carolina. So if you've tuned, tuned into the program at all over the past year, you've more than likely heard a segment about Gen X, an industrial contaminant that's polluted a large swath of the Cape Fear River Basin. And the government entity that was tasked with sampling that to help ensure that water is safe, guess what? What? They ain't sampling. And our illustrious leaders in the General Assembly for years have defunded the Department of Environmental Quality our local folks who are supposed to ensure the health of our water bodies and they can't do their job because they're relying on the federal government so when the federal government's not there for a backstop and our elected house and senate leaders and members don't properly fund our state government well it's the north carolina north carolinians who are held or they're just sitting there holding the bag you know that's a good point it's it's ridiculous yeah it's a really a really Really good point. Uh, something that, you know, we just, the General Assembly, they were sworn in a couple of days ago uh, this week. And right now they're kind of in the process of getting their committees in order and, you know, figuring out their agendas and in the, in the plan for the upcoming regular session. So they're not actually going to get back and do real business until the 29th mm-hmm. or 30th. And, and we'll instead talk of doing about real business, you know, they're relocating press rooms, you know. Right, and they've moved a press room. Yeah. They've moved down into the basement. Just another subversion of democracy happening here in North Carolina. But one thing, you know, to your point, that they need to address in the coming session uh, could be fully responsibly funding the Department of Environmental yeah. Quality so that they have the resources they need when something like this happens at the federal level we can be self-sufficient mm-hmm. here in North Carolina. Yeah, and and not, the other thing is, I yeah. mean, we're t- we just had Hurricane Florence hit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people are... Very devastating. Very devastating. People are trying to get you know s- money to recover from mm-hmm. this, and federal disaster funds. Uh, not there. Not there. Because of this shutdown, The you know everything's getting held up. And you know, this is not... This is... This is life and death for for people in East North yeah, Carolina well, who have been I impacted mean, by this so severely. I mean, it's not... There's you know. also not the funding there for the tariffs that the president has imposed. So they're getting double waymate here. And it, 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 it's just ridiculous. You know, it's so disappointing that this is where we're at right now. All right. Well, I didn't want to talk about this today. No, no, no. You're not not up for your daily dose. Uh, well, I just wanted to give the short thing. Of we're back. We got you know. Well, I came here to derail, man. Yeah, you clear know? your disruption is your <laughs> tactic. I guess the good news on the shut. No, it's not good news on the shutdown. But yeah, you know, I was looking into the park thing. Mm. North Carolina state parks are still open, so that's good. Uh, I was just at Pilot Mountain uh, about a week ago where we had some you know 
almost summer-like weather and it was uh it was gorgeous over there so uh, people who are listening can still go check out hanging rock checking out you know pilot mountain and a few of those mitchell uh, mount mitchell uh, state park is open so nice can at least do that uh but yeah a lot of problems for a lot of folks anything else good happening good yeah i'm not the man yeah good news right you don't have to be all right we'll shut it down right there then if the government's going to shut down so is the dirt (laughs) until next week at least thanks for listening y'all this is the dirt